Welcome to the Staying Golden Podcast, where we'll be catching up with Laurier alumni to give the Laurier community a glimpse of what the future may hold after graduation. We would like to acknowledge that Wilfrid Laurier University and its campuses are located on the Haldeman Track, traditional territory of the Neutral, Anishinaabe, and Haudenosaunee peoples. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Staying Golden Podcast. Today I'm here with Andras Lazar, who is the VP of Product, Partnerships and Innovation for Credit Cards at BMO in Canada and in the US. Andras, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time. So today we're just going to discuss the various perks that BMO has to offer for Laurier alumni, so let's just get right into it. So first off, what different products does BMO have available for Laurier alumni? So we have a number of different products and credit cards that we offer, um, and some are cashback products. We have products where you can earn BMO rewards. We have products where you can earn air miles. So all of these products are available, but we have uh, products that are geared towards Laurier alumni. And, and products where you can actually show your pride that you went to Laurier and you're one of the graduates. So um, probably those are the products where I'm going to do a double click. So we have a uh, no-fee cashback Laurier uh, credit card and we have a no-fee Airmas Laurier credit card. And uh, there's a couple of things that I would call out about these cards. The first one is you don't pay a fee for them. So these are cards you can just use for purchases you would make anyways, which I think is a fantastic benefit. So technically, if you use these cards, it's almost like just replacing cash. So it's so much easier to swipe a plastic versus looking for change in your pocket. So that's number one. Number two, when you use these cards, you reward yourself because you know you earn cash back again for all the purchases you make, or you earn air miles that that you can use for a lot of different things, from travel to merchandise to gift cards. So. Uh, if I have to summarize you, we have a number of different options. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to do a double click on the uh, on the Laurier credit cards on the BMO Laurier credit cards is because, uh, you know, they have a wonderful value proposition, a rich value proposition, because you, you reward yourself richly by using these products. But number two, whenever you use these products, you actually give back to the school. Uh, because there's some money that goes to the alumni uh, association and they can use that money for various things that they do to support uh, students and graduates. That's awesome. So you talked about the no-fee card. I know there's also uh, there's the no-fee cashback and the cashback world card. What are the main differences between the no-fee cards and the ones where you are paying fees? It's a great question, Luke. Uh, what I would say is that with there's there's different tiers that the payment networks, so that's Visa and MasterCard in general, there's different tiers that they uh, have for the different credit cards. And, you know, the first tier is the no-fee cards or the standard cards. Then the next tier is the world cards. And then there's world elite or on the Visa side, there's Visa infinite or Visa infinite privilege. So there's these different tiers. There's a couple of things that usually change as you move up the tier. First one is the uh, is the qualification criteria. So usually there's an income criteria that comes with the higher tier cards, meaning that you have to have a certain level of income to be able to apply for those cards. Uh, for a world credit card specifically, it has to be $60,000 of individual income. Okay, so that's one difference. The other difference which you would usually see for these cards is as you move up the tier, from standard 
to world to world elite, the rewards get richer and richer. And, uh, uh, you know, you get a higher level of rewards, but what, what also happens is that you start paying a fee. So, you know, as a consumer, you, you know, you always have to take a step back, have to take a step back and just say, what's most important for me? Uh, is it that I don't want to pay fee for using a credit card, if that's the case, you have an option for you, or you're willing to pay a fee in exchange for earning more because you spend more. Again, it boils down to consumers and their preferences, but uh, what we want to make sure as a bank and as a partner for Laurier is that we have options um, you know, for, uh, for customers. Absolutely. So speaking more generally, why uh, do you think a Laurier alumni would need a credit card? Or what are some of the benefits that an alumni can have from getting a credit card as opposed to using cash or debit? Uh, it is a great question. Uh, here's what I would say. In general, using a credit card is the easiest way to start building up just credit history. And that becomes important because you think about you know, your your school years and once you graduate, you start working and then you will go through different life stages. You know, when you get your first car, when you get married, you get the first home. And, you know, once you start a family, you're going to have kids. So you will go through life stages where access to credit is very important. And when it comes to access to credit, credit history becomes very important because very often credit is granted based on previous or past behavior and, and based on how you use credit before. So credit card is, a, is an easy way to access credit while it's you know really just cash replacement because you don't have to borrow, you don't have to pay any interest. You can just pay off the balance every single month. You pay it off in full. You're not going to pay interest, but you, you use a credit product that helps you build up that credit history that helps you demonstrate good and disciplined payment behavior, which will be taken into account once you get to that next life stage. And once you need, you know, once you need a mortgage, uh, they will look at how you use the credit card before, they will look at your credit score. So that's why I would recommend to everyone who, um, who, who thinks about the long-term to get a credit card and, uh, and just start building up their credit history. So that's reason number one. Reason number two is, is around the rewards. You know, you think about debit cards or cash, especially cash. There's no rewards that come with using cash, right? So you pay as much as you need to pay, but there's, there's no reward that comes back to you as a consumer. With credit cards, it's different because many of the credit cards, the majority of the credit cards in the Canadian market, they give you rewards. Now there's different loyalty programs from air miles to points programs to cashback. But at the end of the day, you get rewarded and very often for the purchases you would make anyways. So who wouldn't want that, right? So it's as simple as that. So probably that's reason two. And then uh, the third reason I'm going to throw in there specific to Laurier alumni is, you know, after graduating school, I think you know, the cards we offer to Laurier alumni, specifically the Laurier credit cards, give graduates a wonderful opportunity to give back to the school um, and to just uh, to just show their support and show their pride that they went to Laurier. And Laurier is a wonderful school. I had the chance to go there for a year on exchange. And uh, 
you know, it just uh, it's a great opportunity to be able to show support even after you leave school. That's great. And yeah, those are some three great reasons. So kind of continuing on the same vein of building credit and needing credit, what are some of the considerations you think that an alumni should take when choosing a credit card or which specific card they should get? What are some of the main decision points you should be uh, taking into account? So I think we briefly touched on this. What I would say is the very first question is, uh, do they want to pay a fee or, or sorry, are they willing to pay a fee or are they fears, which is they definitely don't want to pay a fee for having a credit card. That, to me, that's decision number one. And that's, a, that's an important decision because that determines what kind of cards they will be looking at uh, after that decision point is, or that decision is made. So that's number one. The second one is think about what you want to use or what you would use the card for. Would you use it for a lot of everyday purchases, like grocery, gas, transit, anything like that? Would you sometimes use, use it for travel? Would you use it for um, some mis- expenses or home rental? Like these are questions that uh, one should ask because once they answer those questions, you know, it'll be, they will be one step closer to say, what kind of reward program is the most suitable for me? So for example, if you want to reward yourself and you, if you want, you want to reward yourself, um, you know, uh, for travel, for example, because you love traveling, then you may want to think about joining uh, a loyalty program or signing up for a card that is part of a loyalty program that gives you travel rewards, right? Because that's one way to just rake up the points and then, uh, you know, uh, just, just travel with those rewards. If you don't travel at all because you're not interested, which is fine, and you just want to get money back uh, in the most simplest way possible, then you may want to go for a cashback card because you spend a lot of money and you get 1% back. As simple as that, you get the money back um, very often at the end of the year. Or in our case, you can actually get the money back anytime you earn at least $1 of cashback. So you just get you know cash back to your account. And uh, then that's the, that's the um, uh, option that is more super suitable for you. And then maybe the last question I would also ask is, think about whether you would ever carry a balance on the card. And some people may say, you know what, I would never carry a balance, uh, which is perfectly fine because they don't have to. In that case, it does not matter what the interest rate on the card is because you're not going to pay interest anyways. But if you say, you know what, sometimes I need the extra flexibility and I think there will be situations where I have to carry balance forward from one statement cycle to the next one. You want to make sure that the interest you're paying is the lowest possible. And uh, in that case, you should probably also look at the interest rate uh, that is displayed for the card. And uh, you should think about whether it's in the 20s or there's a couple of low rate card option. We also have low rate cards and uh, you want to consider those cards. So. Just to kind of sum it up, I think first decision point is fee versus no fee. Second decision point is what you would u- you would use the card for and how you want to reward yourself. And then the third one would be the price point and the actual um, annual percentage rate, the APR. Gotcha. So there's definitely a lot to think about, but when you sum it up like that, it does seem pretty simple and straightforward that you can kind of get to an answer pretty quickly. Um, so kind of moving on to more general questions about the credit card. So there, there are some misconceptions I've heard over time about uh, 
you know, things that can affect your credit score or those sorts of things. Are there any that you would like to address or that you think uh, you've heard that people commonly believe about credit cards that isn't true? I think there's a couple of misconceptions. The the first one is, uh, which I just briefly touched on at the end some for the previous question is, that you always pay interest and you actually, you know, you, you have to pay interest on these cards and it's just not true, right? So if you pay off the balance, um, you know, for your purchases every single month, it's really replacement vehicle and uh, and I think that's important for people to keep in mind because you know very often people don't realize that and that's why they just want to use debit but uh, I think it's important to call out the second piece is if you have credit cards that may be a misconception uh, you know some people think that it may have a negative impact on your um, you know credit score or credit history and uh, you know, I would just demystify that by saying that uh, access to credit doesn't necessarily mean that your score is uh, low or it would be impacted. What's most important is number one, having access to credit, and number two, using that credit uh, responsibly and demonstrating good payment behavior. And if you do that, you actually help build up a strong credit history with a high credit score which uh, you can only benefit from, right? So, and, you know, at the very beginning, we talked about different life stages. So, again, you can just use a credit card. Uh, over the years, you can demonstrate good payment behavior. You can build up a credit score, let's say, above 800, which is a good, solid credit score. With a score like that, you would have access to other forms of credit, like what if it's mortgage, personal line of credit, whatever the case may be. And... Uh, so, so that's that's probably the other misconception that is important to demystify a little bit. Awesome. So, if someone wants to sign up for one of these cards, what would be the first step to applying? Well, the very first step is to you know we have an end-to-end -end digital process because the the most important thing when you uh, offer products, actually any kind of financial services product to your customers, is to make it as easy as possible while you are still. Uh, adhering to the regulations, but make it as easy as possible for customers to, to apply for it. And uh, we have best-in-class uh, digital application processes and options. So for cars specifically, you can just go to uh, uh, www.bmo.com forward slash WIU. You can look at the cards we feature there and you can just click and apply. It's an end-to-end -end digital journey. It probably doesn't take more than, I'm going to say, 60 to 90 seconds. So it's, it doesn't take long. And then once you complete the application, then uh, off you go. And then once you get approved, then you get the card in the mail. And you can just activate it and start using it. So it's as simple as that. And uh, it's a very straightforward process. All right, perfect. So if anyone is interested in getting the BMO, sorry, the BMO Wilfrid Laurier University MasterCard, that link will be in the description below and you guys can uh, pick that up very quickly and conveniently. All right, well, I just want to say thanks again for taking the time to be here. Uh, this is great, very informative. Thank you so much, Luke. Appreciate the time. Thank you for having me. And, uh, and uh, maybe the last thing I'm going to say is that uh, we've had a, uh, a long standing partnership with Laureate goes back all the way to 2011 and uh, it's been a great partnership and I'm just looking forward to 
many, many more years partnering together and offering great products to Laurier alumni. I think I mentioned at the beginning that uh, I had the chance to go to Laurier. It's a, it's a wonderful school and uh, I have a little bit of a sweet spot for Laurier as a, as a university and uh, that's why I feel so passionate about our partnership. So thank you again for having me and uh, you guys have a great day. Yeah, thanks again for being here. It really means a lot. Thank you.